can you remind me what the cost is this that's not i keep getting confused i'm doing art the clown from terrified that's oh my god okay i don't know why my yeah. brain was like seeing a show i've made three like tr- like mock costumes you know mm. um because i had to uh fix my pattern and all that kind of stuff but the problem is like when i put it on i don't have anybody that can properly tell me it, like make the markings and tell me like yeah. what I need to do. So every time I I do mm-hmm. a new one, I'm just totally guessing. Like Matt's like, um, it's too big here, um, <laughs> it's too small here, you know. Like, but I, yeah, he's not really helping. He's trying. Bless his hole. Bless his hole. Bless his hole. <laughs> Bless his <heart. laughs> Bless his hole and his heart. All of it. <laughs> You're listening to How I Met Your Monster, a podcast that explores the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. My name's Zach. I'm Danny. And I'm Casey. And together we dive into the world of horror to find out how filmmakers have introduced us to our favorite monsters time and time again. This is How I Met Your Monster. Thank you for joining us on a brand new episode of How I Met Your Monster. We're on our third ghost movie to round out this trilogy of ghost movies. Yeah, third and final. <laughs> and uh, it's one of the best ghost movies around from 1999. Yeah. Yep. And I think yeah. it still holds up. Oh, God. Wait, would you argue that this is the best ghost story that came out in 1999? No. Because I would. Yeah, I, I vote six cents. <laughs> what other ghost stories were there? Um, the haunting, I think, came out in '99 too. Oh, okay. I, I, I uh, I think that it's interesting the parallels though with this and the Sixth Sense because I thought that this came out after the Sixth Sense, so I was like, oh, they totally fucking ripped that. No, they didn't. Ghost movies that came out in 1999: The Haunting, Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah. House on Haunted Hill. Wow. Stir of Echoes. Okay, okay, so this was like Year of the uh, Fucking Ghosts. Yeah. Blair Witch Project. Oh, oh my God. God. The oh, Sixth a, Sense. Uh, I think it's, I think the little borderline. children it, ghosts. I guess it's I guess paranormal. the victims are ghosts. And the witch is kind of a... I don't know. But like, listen to some other horror movies that came out in 1999 that weren't ghost stories, but are just fucking awesome. Ravenous. Never seen it. Ooh, you should watch is it. Is that with What's His Toots? Um, Ravenous has Guy Pierce. Pierce, thank you. Okay, that's and Jeffrey Jones. Okay, and uh, um, Robert Carlyle. We got audition that year. Ooh, Japanese audition. Uh huh. Idle hands. Oh, we love idle hands. Lake Placid. Oh, okay. Uh, Deep blue sea. Oh my Ooh. god. Oh, so bad. Um, so so good. So good. The Ring Two. Um, oh, but that's that would be Ringu 2 because Ring 2 didn't come out. 
because the ring didn't the American ring didn't come out until 2002. And we also got um, Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai, which is not a horror oh. movie, but it has the word ghost in it. And it's <laughs> fucking awesome. I was going to say, I was like, I've never seen that. But is that our second Jim Jarmusch reference in a in a? <laughs> it <realm>? is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched it probably less than a year ago for the first time. And uh-huh. it's really good. Um, and that so, takes place in the in the forest of Whitaker, correct? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but today we are talking about Stir of Echoes from 1999, starring Kevin Bacon. Mm. This is probably one of my favorite Kevin Bacon roles. Mm. Um, yeah, I would. I don't say know if it's my favorite, top- but it's one of them. Give it's me your top there. three. Footloose, obviously. Sure. Duh. Um. Tremors? No. Yeah. Duh. Stir of Echoes? All right. Hey, you sound there like is. you're you got an and coming on in a top three. Well <laughs> You got an honorable mention? Kidding. Keep going. What are your favorites? Even though he's his character is fucking I already know what you're gonna say. Despicable. He's really good in sleepers. Sleepers, yeah. Yeah. He's really good in sleepers. That might be um, my favorite, Kevin Bacon. Just because it's so dark okay. and he just commits. And I think that takes mm-hmm. a lot of guts to go that far with someone, like you said, like that despicable. Yeah. yeah. I think Stir of Echoes is um, very much an underrated movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's funny you yeah. say that because I hadn't seen this in years. And right when I mm-hmm. put it on, Same. I was like, oh, this is so familiar. I used to watch this movie so many times and I kind of forgot yeah. that. Like little details. I was like, yeah. oh, that like just feels like. A time period mm-hmm. in my life because I watched it so much. Uh-huh. Weird. Yeah. It's a really good movie. And I, I I watched it quite a few times like growing up too, but I haven't seen it probably in like almost 20 years. Totally. But okay. um, I, I didn't remember the details of it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't remember okay. that it was the kids. I thought that it was the dad oh, okay. mm. that actually did it. So I didn't remember okay. that. Yeah. And I thought she was in the attic for some reason. In the, mm. in the wall in the attic, not the wall in the basement. So I'm thinking like he's going to the basement. Oh, he's still got to work his way upstairs somehow. Gotcha. That brings me to my second trivia question. Not trivia question, but personal question of the night. Okay. What's scary? <laughs> Wait, what was your first one? Um, your top three Kevin Bacon roles. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Two. What do you prefer in a movie? Like, what do you think is a creepier setting? Basement or attic? Oh, it depends. Um, Are there flowers in the attic? <laughs> yeah, and in incest. Um, for me, it's it's basement because okay. if you're down there and there's yeah. something with down there with you, you have to run up the stairs, mm-hmm. and they have, and then you can't see what's behind you, so mm-hmm. they have the potential to grab your ankles yeah. or your legs or something, and so you're just like blind running up the stairs, going, "Please don't catch me." Um, yeah. So it's yeah. basement for me, for sure. Okay. I think basement uh, basement makes sense because typically it's just darker. Yeah. It's colder. A basement's usually cold and attic's usually real hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's know? a good point. So a he dark, dingy basement. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have Dan, to agree with you? all of your points. I think aesthetically, I prefer an attic because you get, like, oh, if you're course, outside, you get the creepy, like, silhouette of someone in the window like mm-hmm. that spooks me out yes but oh yeah a pointed ceiling typically mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's less um yeah. 
there's fewer constraints where like a basement is kind of like low and you know cramped this is oh, sort yeah. of there's like mysterious objects around you know like yeah like you guys wouldn't even be able to stand up in my basement my basement is so low that i which have like would make for a scary scene mm-hmm. because now you're it would, especially because like it the ceiling could fall on you in any moment down there mm-hmm. <laughs> was, that, was that in the when you rented the place? Was that in like the listing? It was like yeah, <laughs> ceiling may fall on top of you. He's not liable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of being in a low basement and trapped, whatever. You guys have all seen the Descent, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I love the Descent. I read something the other day that said like, "Is her name Sarah? Is she the mm, one that is like Sarah? Is she the survivor?" I believe um, so. I'll double there's like a theory talking. that she's the one, there was no monsters and she went crazy down there and killed all her friends. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. Because they say something at the beginning, like some people like go crazy. Like they, you can lose your mind down there because yeah. Yeah. it's and so she's like, also disorienting and stuff. Tragedy. Yeah. yeah. It's like a year uh-huh. after sure. she lost her family. Yeah. So I just thought that was pretty neat. I think the monsters are cool, but I love all of the, um, claustrophobic oh, stuff too. Uh, there. Yeah. Like, I hold my breath, you know, uh-huh. I watch it. I rewatched uh, that like, recently. <sighs> they, yeah. Claustrophobia is big for me. Claustrophobia, mm-hmm. cockroaches. I hate saying the word, um, mm-hmm. but I hope that came out in the microphone. <sighs> my mouth. I feel like it's in my mouth now. Um, Danny, do you remember things. the time? <laughs> do you remember the time you walked into like your entrance way to your apartment in Brooklyn and there was a cockroach? Oh my god! And it flew up <laughs> it on you. Oh and wings. <laughs> it's just flying <laughs> at me, not away. <laughs> oh, that! When I say Cody laughed so hard that he was like on the floor, like he was crying. He was like, he was crying because it was fun. It was a funny, funny like visual gag to see. But also just like so ironic that the one thing that I'm so scared of, I had to like face on like head on in like this enclosed <laughs> room, like really small room. Oh, fuck that. That's why I'm excited. I am excited about because I love arachnophobia, but I am looking forward to the remake. Um, yeah. But I'm really worried that they're going to expand on like the types of bugs that we see. <laughs> and I hope oh. they just stick with spiders freak me out, but I, I find mm-hmm. them fascinating. There are some other bugs, which like the one I mentioned, and I will not repeat again that are just, I can't do but it. But didn't you like, uh, I did. Yeah. Joe's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I love Joe's apartment. <laughs> you know, the classic Jerry apartment. That, so, I feel like that was 99 too. Maybe not. Um, it might've been. It may have been. Uh, no. Why can't I think of the movie? I know you're talking about Guillermo del Toro. Oh, Mimic. Mimic, thank you. Mimic, yeah. Yeah, no, I love Mimic, and I went into that fully prepared for what I was about to see. Okay. And I don't know what it was. You know, I guess it just takes takes a classy filmmaker like Guillermo to take something that I despise so aggressively. Oh, yeah. And make it digestible, you know, to sit down Mm -hmm. for two hours. Um, Speaking of two hours, by the way. Scream 6, two hours and three minutes, clocking in as the <laughs> longest Scream movie on record. Just needed um, to Danny, oh, nice. point that out. This, this nice. episode is actually about Stir of Echoes. Yeah, the Stir of Echoes that I <laughs> so, felt when I when I scream the word Scream 6 into a cave and it bounces back. It's oh, just, God. There's a Stir of Echoes. 
All right. Well, back to Stravecos then. Stupid. Um, it's the best bit you're ever going to get um, from me, people. So yeah, you're um, welcome. I had I had texted you guys that uh, the trailer was super hokey, which it is. Uh, the movie is much better than the trailer. Okay. So I haven't seen the trailer since whenever. I didn't watch yeah. it during our this this rewatch. But I feel like in my head, just the idea of the Stir of Echoes trailer. I feel like it's very similar to the you wouldn't steal a car, you wouldn't steal a purse <laughs> anti-piracy thing. That's funny. <laughs> kind you of. You know what I'm talking about? Like really like. I was going to say. Yeah. Well, that's how a lot of like the ghost sequences are in this or like the hypnosis. It's very. Yeah. MTV, you know, like grungy kind of. I guess that makes sense. I didn't pick up on that until. You just said it, but yeah, like in the in the trailer, there's like the winding camera, and the, you wouldn't steal it. It's spinning around, and yeah. like you know all that kind of stuff. And the- and speaking of MTV and Joe's apartment, Joe's apartment was the first movie released from MTV mm-hmm. Studios. That's so oh. funny. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. It was the cock of the walk, as they say, or the cockroach of the walk. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, okay, well, before we get started on Stir of Echoes, let's hear what you guys watched over the last couple of weeks. I went and saw, um, what did I see? Why am I blinking? Uh, oh, Knock at the Cabin, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, oh that's a bummer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> did you watch it? How was it? it? No, I have, I've given up on him. So what can do you do you want to elaborate on that? Like what it was that you gave up on? I've I've given up on M. Night Shyamalan because um, I haven't liked any of his movies since The Village. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. I know. Point. If, he's I, so if I were somewhere, if I were somewhere and they said, hey, I'm going to put this movie on, I would watch it. Yeah. But I'm not going to go see it at the theater. Either. Yeah. How was it? It was good. Um I know there's a lot of uh, discourse right now about it being based on a book and, you know, whether or not he made changes and whether it was better or not. And But I went into it completely blind. Like, I didn't know anything about the book. Um, I didn't really know anything about the movie. I avoided trailers. That's the best the most way to part. do it. But um, it's interesting seeing a movie that has gay leads in, like, a mainstream movie. Not that it's never happened. But when it's sort of like not addressed, it's very interesting to watch it mm-hmm. as a gay man, like with my partner sitting in a movie theater. And it's like, oh, and like shit is happening. Like I'm, I won't spoil anything. And I'm this isn't spoiling anything. It's just a horror movie. So like craziness happens. And it's like, I don't know. It's just yeah. interesting seeing in that. With that what do you context. mean by not addressed? Do you mean that it's like not an integral part of the plot? It wasn't like like bros was like the gay rom-com. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. like this wasn't like the gay M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, right. They just so happen to be. Yeah. I also just watched the last. Did you? Are you guys watching The Last of Us? Oh my god! Did you watch all three episodes? Hmm. I am gonna cry <laughs> if know. we talk about. I know. Holy. Well, shit. I had seen the first episode, and I enjoyed it, but I wasn't, you know, racing for the remote to watch two and three. But everyone was. Yeah. Re- it was funny because <laughs> everyone kept reaching out to Cody and me, and they were like. Have you seen the third episode? Or no, are you watching because The Last of Us? And it's like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, did you see the third episode? It's like, no, no, yeah. Like, I think you'll like it. Oh, Dude, why? it was. I'm, I'm, I just think you'll like it. 
<laughs> but aside, like, oh, okay, gay, aside, okay, got it. aside from the gay couple. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, really good. I can't even. Phew. It was. Really I cried good. the entire time. Yeah. Um. So Zach, I didn't know where no it was idea. going. Um. <laughs> you know, I didn't know. I was just like, because you're just sitting there with like bated breath because it's like. Well, Anything could happen no right one now. knew where it was going because it's not the same as it is in the game. Oh, that's um, cool. So all of that being said, I'm not going to talk about the game. I'm going to talk about the show, but I'm not going to go into details. We're only going to talk I, about this, the spoilers, but we won't say anything else. So the third episode of The Last of Us, I would say that this is probably the only thing that I've watched in the last few, couple weeks since we recorded. Um, but the third episode is just it was one of and and I'm not usually into like the love stories and stuff. Yeah. But man, I cried during the entire episode. It was just so amazing. You know, it was showing that tiny little bit of light in something so terrible, especially mm-hmm. because uh when there's some sort of apocalyptic event, like you um you don't have a career anymore. Money means yeah. nothing. You're not, you know what I mean? Not that those should be the most important things in somebody's life anyway, but yeah, literally the only thing you have left is your relationships yeah. and like your, your interactions with other humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they won, you know what I mean? Like that was, these aren't spoilers. This is like the, the hook of the episode. You said they won. They did win because they loved each other, because they had a relationship, because they loved each other. That doesn't mean that it doesn't end tragically or end fantastically. So they die. No, I didn't say that either way. (laughs) I said it doesn't end. It doesn't mean it ends in any kind of way. It just means at one point. It doesn't end. The episode actually, Zach, if it it helps, the episode (laughs) hasn't ended yet. It's actually still going on. It's just an endless, infinite episode. So technically, there's no way to spoil the ending. I didn't say anything. I didn't spoil anything for you. Okay, good. She didn't spoil anything. Spoiler. What? That's not a spoiler. Um, Trust me. The last of us, okay. more like the last of Casey. If she keeps talking about this episode, Zach's going to kill her. Is that, you said that's all you watched? Yeah. Just a wee bit of, uh, just a wee bit of HBO. Just a wee bit of The Last of Us. Um, oh, you know what else I saw? And Zach, Zach, you would really like the third episode, so I suggest you watch the first three episodes. And if you don't want to watch it after that, that's fine. But watch the first three. Okay. All right. What else did you watch? I'm sorry, Danny. You're fine. You're like totally fine. We're like promoting the gay agenda right now, so I'm all about it. So like, let's keep pushing that narrative. All right. This will be the gayest episode we've ever recorded. Hey. <laughs> this pretty... ends up being the gayest episode. <laughs> it's pretty gay. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Um, oh, yeah. So, watched Knock at the Cabin. I enjoyed it. Um, I mentioned earlier I watched the theatrical trailer for Scream 6. When I tell you guys that I am so excited, it's stupid. I went on to... Uh, tiermaker.com and someone had already made a template for it but you can rank like the characters in scream six based on like oh my God. who's gonna who you think's gonna live or not rank but predict predict who's gonna live yeah who's ghost face who's a red herring who dies is it like a bracket 
Kind of. It's more, it's really, it serves no purpose. Like a bracket at least is like on a journey to like completion. <laughs> this is just a board with like ranking. That's it. It's I'm always not on for a anyone. journey to completion. Yeah. So I did that. I'm very excited. Um, they're releasing a lot of really great promotional material for Scream 6. And it's like, I'm just like consuming it just in unhealthy amounts. Gobble it up. Yeah. But tickets have not gone on sale yet as of this recording. They are on sale in the UK. And it threw me off because I kept seeing things pop up on Twitter. But alas. I really want to get to the theater to see Infinity Pool, but it's only showing at like 8 p.m. I'm scared of seeing that movie. I know you are. I was afraid when you said you went to the theater. I was like, there's no way he saw Infinity Pool. No. (laughs) Although they did say that uh, they jerk off one of the characters and it's like in real time with like ejaculation and everything. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. But um, I don't (laughs) know if that's enough of a reason to do it. Um, What's with all the spoilers? (laughs) <laughs> hey people ejaculate zach it's not a spoiler spoiler alert <laughs> um, you spoiled the happy ending <laughs> <laughs> that was good hey thanks um yeah so i also watched i think i'd mentioned this earlier that i started it like two weeks ago and i just f- finally <laughs> finished it but the movie from hell with johnny depp yes I'll finally finish uh, it. I feel like that was, I feel like that was like a month and a half ago. <laughs> like, yeah, that was long. Well, I went on HBO <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, I never finished this. Um, oh, so yeah, yeah, for all you listeners who have been following the saga of From Hell, it is complete. And have just been waiting. <laughs> yeah, unlike the third. I have episode to tune into this new episode to see if Danny finished From <laughs> Hell. <laughs> um, uh, and then I oh I also watched one movie that I really enjoyed. Uh, Megan, have you guys seen Megan yet? The the uh, no, the Chucky esque killer doll. Yeah, I really want to. It was so much yeah. fun. I got Cody to watch it, and he's he's hit or miss with horror. And he yeah. turned to me halfway through. He's like, "Is this like my favorite movie now?" So it's just Aww. like it's, it's just very <laughs> nice. fun. Well, that's good. Um, well, that's good that he liked it. Yeah, he did. And Megan two officially greenlit twenty twenty five. So oh really? We have ourselves a uh, franchise. In our midst. Well, spoiler alert again. She fucking <laughs> survives at the end. Well, what that the doesn't fuck mean anything. is no, it's this about episode? No. Her friend, Jagan. It's Me- Jagan. <laughs> Jagan. It's Megan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Megan. It's Tegan and Sarah. It's just about Tegan and Sarah in the sequel. <laughs> I, I have not watched anything because uh, of work. So. Yeah. Okay. And baby. Well, except for Stir of Echoes. Stir of Echoes. I watched Stir of Echoes. Nope, also Um, didn't watch that. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) And speaking of Stir of Echoes, are you guys ready to meet our monster? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Let's jump. Let's jump right in. Let's let's, let's, let's dig for that fucking. Let's let's dig into this. Let's really dig into this movie. Let's take a jackhammer to this movie. Oh, damn it. I blanked on the word I was going to say. Oh, let's lose our deposit. (laughs) this episode and drill a hole <laughs> in the floor. Let's, let's pay, let's pay $10,000 in damage for this yeah. movie. Plus mm-hmm. the cost of a jackhammer. Hey, 
so right off the bat, I want to incorporate last week's episode into this week's episode. Oh, shit. By kind of seeing a oh. similarity between The Shining and Stir of Echoes. Yes. With yeah. the police officer, Neil, and yep. um, Jake, and the kind yep. of like, okay, he's gifted, and there's yes. this guy, and Which, he's like a mentor, and all this stuff. Um, definitely thought what's, about what that. What is that all I'm really, about? What's, okay, I'm really glad you said there. that. Because as I was writing my notes, I did some like intro stuff, you know, like, what is Stir of Echoes? Okay, it's based on the novel, 1958 novel from Richard Matheson. And the second I said that, I was like, Richard Matheson is one of Stephen King's favorite authors. And oh. as I'm watching this movie, I'm like, wait a minute. This little kid, what, whatever the hell his name is. Jake. Jake. I was like, does, I made a note. I was like, does Jake have the shine? And I mean, he has something like that. Yeah. And then they meet that guy, Neil, in the cemetery, who's basically sort of another version of Dick Halloran, who's just like yep. informing mm-hmm. this younger kid who has a similar gift, what his gift is. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but the dad kind of is like, you know, kind of plays a role Going in crazy? this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, clearly Stephen King read this book and was like, I just want to borrow all of that. And then yeah. give the ghost, the supernatural element that they're sort of like, you know, this is really like man versus man because you find out that there's killers. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Right. And then he obviously just kind of like goes all out. And like, what if someone, you know, like what if a supernatural force fed off of that or like took advantage of it? Right. But yeah. Also yeah. very um, dead zony in a way, even like with yeah. the flashback element, whenever he touches oh, okay. the corpse, he kind of sees something, mm-hmm. which I feel like isn't, also kind of the shine. I don't really know enough about that story. If that's like canon. This movie I liked a lot because it has a lot of different horror sub genres in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of whodunit. So there's a little thriller aspect of it. Yeah. There's some gross stuff in it. So you have a tiny bit of a really uncomfortable. It's so there's only, you know, two moments of like mutilation mm-hmm. that are so small. Yeah but so very effective because they're so uncomfortable. Like what is more Especially uncomfortable with the of teeth Ugh. and nails? Uh, you know, it's he literally wrote that down. Me. I said, these are two of my biggest mm-hmm. fears, teeth falling out and fingernails ripping off. And yeah. you get it. It's like, in a row. and yes. And like you said, the given the context as well that you find out at the end makes it even more uncomfortable. Yeah. So there's that there's, there's the ghost, you know, there's like so many different things happening and they all wrap up into one sweet little corpse in the basement yep. yeah yeah and to that point I, that's what makes it such a fun watch because you you have kind of mm-hmm. a grab bag of subgenres to kind of pull from and the fact that it's from richard matheson and clearly has that sort of like stephen kinginess kind of because mm-hmm. it's Kink- you know because we obviously just made that connection with the shining yeah there's a lot to chew on Very fun. well okay uh this was written and directed by david kep and listen to some of David oh. Kep's writing credits. Yeah, he's quite prolific. Here's just to name a few. We've got um, The Mummy, mm-hmm. Angels and Demons, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. We'll give him a pass for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not um, the best one, but. War of the Worlds, the screenplay for Spielberg's movie. I know what you're going to end on. Zathura. <laughs> Spider-Man. 
um, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, Panic okay. Room, Snake Eyes, Jurassic Park, The Lost World Jurassic Park, Mission Impossible, The Shadow, Carlito's Way, Toy Soldiers, Death Becomes Her. We're just breezing past The most Shadow. importantly, <laughs> <laughs> The Shadow. Yeah, we don't talk about Alec Baldwin right now. Let's just <laughs> oh, yeah. let's leave that, on, leave that on the table. Um, but he also wrote Secret Window, mm. which was also a Stephen King story. Yeah. Oh, was it? That's interesting. Okay. I'm trying to think the supernatural. Have you guys seen Secret Window? I saw I watched it on my birthday long, when I was like 16. Okay, ago. so long I can time. spoil it. I was just trying to think no, if there don't. were yeah. supernatural elements <laughs> no. in it. I want to watch it again. Don't spoil okay. it. Okay. There is a window. Spoiler alert. Yes, and it's a secret. It's secret. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but let's get into the monster here because the monster in this movie is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Because there's not really a monster until you find out who the monster is at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the ghost in the movie is never like threatening. Malicious, yeah. Malicious, yeah. And so there's really there really is no monster yeah. until the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. like of the movies we've done for these three episodes about like ghost stories, this is very much in like the Crimson Peak ballpark where it's like good ghost warning about bad people. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the shining is yeah. like, yeah. no, the ghosts are, the ghosts are bad. They want to take, yeah, they want to, they want to take a little boy. Um, yeah. yeah. Are you guys on board for that sort of thing where like the ghost is kind of the, the victim rather than like the traditional monster? What do you mean? Am I on board with it? Like, do you oh, like yeah. that? Sure. Or do you just want like a yeah. scary ghost? Yeah. I mean, I do like scary ghosts, but you know, does that take away the scariness Versatility. of it? No, they're not trying to hurt you. I mean, this movie isn't really scary necessarily anyway. Yeah. That's a you good know? point. It, it wasn't very scary, yeah, but it was still like really. No. Still felt like a horror movie, though. Yeah. 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 Um, I think there's only like one jump scare mm-hmm. when he sits down on the couch and he leans back and she's right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It got me, too. But yeah, I mean, the changeling was the same way. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert. I guess there are quite a bit of, I guess that's like a thing. <laughs> that, that movie came out like 50 years ago. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I feel, so here's the thing. I used to work at a, at a really shitty hotel and we had people that lived there. And there was this guy named Sean who would come and like just talk to me sometimes. And uh, he always told me that I had to watch that movie. And I was just like, yeah, Sean, yeah, Sean, yeah, whatever. And then he bought it for me. And I still never watched it. Well, that was rude. That's the twist. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not my fault he decided to buy it. But I've been told that I would like it. It's really good. I almost picked that instead of The Shining. Um, So right when this movie starts, we do get a glimpse of what we think is a monster. And I don't really mean a glimpse, but the opening scene Mm -hmm. where Jake is in the bathtub and he's talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like that's creepy in itself. Yeah. And then the camera flips and you see that he's just talking to a that's blank good. space and it's even more creepy. That's good. Mm-hmm. So then you're kind of like, oh, there's our monster. But very soon into the movie, you find out that she's not threatening. 
Yeah. yeah. But you at least know it's a ghost. So technically I would say it's the officially the first time we meet it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I thought Jake said that was really great after Tom gets hypnotized mm-hmm. and he starts to see things, Jake comes up to him and he says, you're awake now, daddy. That oh, was yeah. fucking awesome. I yeah. agree. Because daddy can see them now. <laughs> yeah, nice like double double meaning there. Because he's like, you're awake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Get it? It's like, dad, are you awake? Like, <laughs> you're drunk? Are you awake? <laughs> how old are they? How old are they supposed to be? In the- I cannot believe that people our age have ragers like that. I was so what? perplexed by their whole setup with like the relationships in that neighborhood. Well, was it a block party? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like a, a concert. Yeah, it's like a Chicago neighborhood, you know. Um, Are we supposed to just accept that know. Chicago neighborhood to do that? Zach's like, it's I a guess. Chicago neighborhood, in 19- you know. <laughs> it's a Chicago. <laughs> you know how Chicago be. It's Chicago. What do you. <laughs> they got deep dish. It's Chicago. Dish what are you parties. talking about? <laughs> I think that it's funny that, that the the neighbor whose name I don't remember. Frank. Um, Frank. Which one? Frank or Harry? Well, there's the landlord. Not the landlord. Which is and, Harry. And then, yeah, and then there's the. So oh, Frank. Oh, see, it was okay. weird calling him a brunette, but the brunette. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how out of all the things you can use to describe Frank, you comment his hair that he's a brunette. Like, what? Why can't I think of, you know, he's, that he's like the guy brunette. who's the dad and everything. The dad from Small Soldiers. But one more time, Frank. Is that his name? Frank. The brunette yeah, or Harry, the landlord? <laughs> the brunette. Okay. Um, so I, I thought that it was, uh, I really did like that Frank, they made Frank out to be this like terrible, annoying, I, I guess not terrible, but he's, he's annoying. Sexist. Right. And he's like, he's, yeah. yeah. But, but then like when they drop the hard R, he like defends, mm, you know, yes. and he's like, don't say that word. And then he gets shitty again at some point, but then he ultimately turns into like the savior yeah. of, of Tom Very and yeah. his family. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is my favorite line in this entire movie is when his wife is talking to Tom's wife and, um, they're talking about, um, him wanting sex all the time, I believe. And, um, she says he would stick it in soup if it's still warm. (laughs) And I just think (laughs) that that is genius writing, you know? So Danny, here's a question. Would you... (laughs) Oh, um, is this going to be about fucking soup? Because I yeah, can leave. I'm going to answer your question before you even ask it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go one step further because I know you want specifics. Cream of mushroom. Chowder. <laughs> Chowder. <laughs> the worst word. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. I cut you off. Uh, no, I'm glad that I didn't actually have to ask it and I still got my answer. <laughs> well, Zach, what about you? Um, no, I would not. Oh, and okay. not for the reasons you're probably thinking. <laughs> what? So you? <laughs> what other reason is there? So you wouldn't put your penis in the warm soup to be aroused, but you Correct. might do it for other reasons. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, what I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't do what? that, but not for the reasons you think. Wait, wait a minute. We got to unpack that. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> That's saying you would for other no. reasons that we don't understand. <laughs> no. So <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But the reason I wouldn't do that is probably one you're not expecting. Because you want to well, eat the soup. <laughs> okay. It's kind of that thing where like there's in like the... <laughs> No, so you know in like the Amazon, if you're like in the river in like the jungle, so there's like to little see how this gets the soup. There's like little fucking fish or parasites or something yeah. that can Yeah, swim so you don't want anything up. to crawl up your dick. <laughs> yeah. But soup. I don't want to put it in soup for that same reason. <laughs> you know what? But soup what if is it, not like soup is not a dirty river. Yeah, but like backflow. <laughs> it scares me. Soup is not a dirty river. No, I mean, if you heat it up enough, it's all going to die anyway. <laughs> if you boil that chowder, Zach, it's all good. What do you think is the you. most, what is the most fuckable soup? <laughs> it probably is chowder. I think, well, not for you, Danny, but clam chowder, because clam is another word for, you know, hoo-ha. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's got to be New England <laughs> clam chowder. I think for a straight man, probably clam chowder. Mm -hmm. um, oh, no. But, but um, for a gay man? <laughs> I don't know. Are you attracted to potatoes? <laughs> um, let's see. Let's look up different kinds of chowder. I'm so glad that this is what. Oh, my God. This is what we're doing right now. Let's see. I told you, stir of echoes, we're going to be stirring the pot. That's right. I bet you a okay, million dollars so. if you Googled what is the most fuckable soup, you'd get an answer. Let's try it. <laughs> this is the timeline we live in. <laughs> it is the dumbest <laughs> timeline. <laughs> but we have answers to these sorts of questions. What is the bet? Okay, so. Casey's <laughs> doing the Lord's work right I now. I prefer fucking potato soup. Oh, potato. Okay. Well, see, this oh. is what's the best fucking soup. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Like, what's the best? On board for potatoes. <laughs> well, that's what I said. I said a gay man, gay men, are you attracted to potatoes? But let's see. Um, I think French onion could be good because you I have think, to like cut through that layer of cheese. Oh, yeah. That's a nice barrier. <laughs> what about corn chowder, Danny? No. What? Why? You don't like corn the chowder? Corn chowder sounds awful. Oh, I love There's corn too chowder. Many bumps in the road. Ooh, buffalo chicken. Oh. <laughs> It's Ooh, butternut. What okay. about butternut squash okay. bisque? That sounds gay. <laughs> yeah, I want a bisque. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, butter, butternut, butternut squash. Yeah, butternut squash. Uh -huh. Yeah, that sounds gay. <laughs> or I think like, that's it. Or like nut in the <laughs> in the butt. Mind. Yeah, nut in the butt squash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, since we are, we need to stop this. We need to get back to our monsters, right? Because this is a horror movie uh, podcast. Okay, stir of but are you I sure this say, isn't a soup fucking podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but when Jake and Maggie meet Neil in the fucking cemetery, yeah. uh -huh. and he's like, he's like, Daddy has it too, doesn't he? And they're like, yeah. And, she, and Neil says, tell daddy to come by and see me tonight. <laughs> He's got soup. Tell um, him to bring the soup. <laughs> so so what I, I, I did really enjoy this movie. That's but what funny. I will say is that, that um, because there was nothing that happened and then she went to the house and they kind of like talked for a second outside and whatever. 
Um, it felt a little bit unnecessary. Um, but also like, since it played such a small part, um, it wouldn't have been unnecessary if they maybe would have gone a little further with it. You know what I mean? You mean with Neil's character? Yeah. 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 Totally. You know, it was like, it was very convenient. Yeah. Like, they happen to be at the right place. The they right just time. wanted to squeeze something in there real quick to add that, like, you know, like the shining kind of thing, or even though totally. this was before the shining, but which I feel like they could have done with the aunt. Like, oh yeah. True. Yeah. You're right. That, that scene does feel kind of just like placed in there because it doesn't mm-hmm. really do anything. Right. Oh no. You know what it does? What does it do? Okay. Cause I was going to say Neil could have just told them this in the cemetery, but she needed a reason to get the knife in her bag. True. And so she put the knife in her bag because she was going to a sketchy part of town. Yeah. And then later she's got the knife in her bag and she uses it to stab dude in the foot. Yeah. But they could have done that. I, I'm down. I do. Way. I do wish just to kind of like piggyback off of my own thought about the aunt, her sister, she should have just recommended she go to this guy. True. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could still have the whole scene where like, cause I thought that was really effective when they're just on a walk and I forget what the, what Jake says, but he says like, Oh, hello there. You know, like just some, and the mom says it too. And she looks up and she sees like the statue of the grim reaper. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> those little touches are great, but I thought you could have still gotten there with a little bit of a more narratively like direct route. Right. With like a character we've already met sort of establishing this other one. But but how cute was it when he was like, "There's music. It's beautiful." Oh <laughs> like yeah, Chris that was, was like a death march. <laughs> it was very cute. Um, okay, so speaking of things that were kind of just placed in there for maybe no reason, so the fact that she's pregnant never comes back into play. Yeah, but I think it was in there because at first I was like, "Okay, well, what was the point of that?" They never circle back to that but i think it was just to solidify more that he's not happy with where he is in life yeah yeah like he's locking himself into this setup this lifestyle yeah because he feels stuck because you know he then he goes on that whole thing about i'm not going to be a lineman forever i had bigger dreams and this and that and so when she says she's pregnant and he says bummer um because mm-hmm. he wanted to go do the band thing and which ultimately sets up the story that this is the most important thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah. And so I think that pregnancy thing was just to really send that point. Oh, home. that's a great point. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't think of that because it does. That is sort of like how everything ties up in the end. We're like, you had that shot of them, like as they're moving. I mean, the fact that they move mm-hmm. is one thing, but then like you see like their hands kind of like touching. Oh like, yeah. They love each other. Like they need each other. Aww. And they're willing to move on. So that kind of like yeah. kind of ties that bow at the begin from the beginning. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Good catch. Um, okay, here's a question. Okay. Why are there so many goddamn people going to a high school football game? I didn't know it was a football I couldn't tell you where they were going or why they were shoulder to shoulder in a the road. Northwestern high school football games or like that. <laughs> Really? Yeah. People shoving and uh Security oh my god, it was what you and, did on Friday, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, people went to football well, games. Well, I but. I think that it was very silly that they had a, a one-person gate that you go through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. I was very on the on the fence with like how I felt about 
their lifestyle. Because at first I was like, wait, I love this neighborhood where they're so social. Everyone's kind of everyone's friend. Yeah, no. And they're just like having gigantic block parties until mm-hmm. you realize like a lot of these people kind of suck. They do. Just, like, yeah. Killing people. Yeah. I'd rather um, be alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather hang out at home alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've always questioned Tom when he, I didn't like question him personally, but his actions, I questioned <laughs> his actions. <laughs> Where were <laughs> you he, the night of Stir of Echo's release? <laughs> when he puts Jake to bed and then he takes the baby monitor across the street and like starts drinking. Oh. I've always been like on the fence being like, okay, well, he is just across the street and Jake's. And now you understand yeah. it because you're a dad. You're like, I would J- totally do yeah. that. Well, no, I wouldn't do that. I know. I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. It's like you think before. Zach's it's like, like I, would, I wouldn't bring the baby monitor. I wouldn't bring no, the baby I'd leave like, it wait, Fuck that's that. your take on this? Um, anyway. Yeah, why was Jake not just at the party? Yeah, they should have brought him along. Give him a Shirley Temple. The scene opens him doing a keg stand. <laughs> like, God, this is so much easier than a babysitter. Um, one thing that I didn't quite understand i guess well i guess it's pretty jarring but like how th- everything turned red mm. Mm. and it got I thought yeah. there were a lot of curious stylistic choices yeah there were because that really only lasts for that one sequence mm-hmm. right where it's like follow the red lights because they'll lead you to the train station is that what it was yeah i was like well it's a good thing that they all had red lights <laughs> that led well, to the train the, station. They all turned red, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because we were talking earlier about sort of that MTV-ness, like that grunchiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the crazy editing and kind of like just bizarre visuals. Because the movie doesn't really – it's dark, but it really only has like little moments where it's like, oh, this is our interpretation of – being hypnotized or seeing a ghost or having like a, a psychic episode. Yeah. And it's all like very strange. Like, I don't even know how <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what inspired it. Cause it is like very, like kind of just goes a little left field kind of unexpectedly for like what the movie is. So I just thought that was, I'm curious like what their inspiration was, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's leaning more towards rather a psychic episode. It's kind of like a psychotic break. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know, like it's a little bit more crazy. Everything's way more amplified. Jarring. He's, he's obsessive, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, he goes into like crazy mania, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh God, like, the fucking orange juice. Yeah. The orange juice. That was like, he, like, <laughs> And after oh, their yeah, fight, so, he like pours her a drink and then he's like looking yeah. at her. <laughs> you going to drink like, that? Drink the fucking juice. <laughs> yeah. So that's weird. I wonder, uh, I wonder what the correlation is there though. If there is. Yeah. One. Like why orange juice? Yeah. Is it just. Maybe you just need some vitamin sugar? C. Yeah. Um, sugar. 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 Water. Sugar. Water. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So that's my impression of the alien from Men in Black. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Should have been nominated for an Oscar for that. Mm-hmm. Me? Thank you. Um, well, you specifically, <laughs> but also, um, what's his name? I can't what is his name? his name? Why, why can't I say his name? Vincent D'Onofrio? Yes, Thank Vincent you. D'Onofrio. Oh, I've got it. You've got I've it? I've got it. Let's hear it. 
oranges in The Godfather, there's always an orange in the scene when someone's like going to die. And so oranges have some connection via The Wait, Godfather Zach. to death. No, we did not. No. no. Zach. No, it's what? Casey. It's not Is this? No. No. I think it's time. No. It's time. I, it is, Casey. Oh, brace God. yourself. Oh, my God. It's coming. Oh, God. It is time I'm not for the ready. How I Met Your Monster <laughs> conspiracy theory of the week. No! Oh, my God. Hit it! The whole Vietnam War was fought over a pen. Howard Hughes lost to Aristotle Onassis. So third issue this year. Conspiracy theory. I'm going to start so, tearing this place up. Uh, in keeping with a <laughs> similar theme, <laughs> the Stir of Echoes takes place in the Godfather universe. <laughs> Wait, I also love, didn't we establish that Stir of Echoes also exists in the Shining universe, which is like all of Stephen King, basically? I mean, we did. So yes. The I, I Godfather guess you are. is part of <laughs> Stephen King's universe. Whoa. Wow, guys. Whoa. The government is, has, has laced oranges with pesticides, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people pick the oranges. People pick them. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. What? Well, I already know that the, the horse, the horse that's killed. Yeah. Is, and the head and the bed. And there's the- a deleted scene. I'm actually surprised we haven't talked about this, but it's buried in the pet cemetery. Um, but since it's just a head, it doesn't really do anything. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, just to confirm that the Godfather is, in fact, part of the Stephen King uh, universe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad we got yeah. that figured out. I really. Yeah, am. that's. Uh, yeah, me too. Per- per- I don't think perfect. we spent too much time on that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think it was, it was just yeah, the right amount of time. Yeah. Not spend any more. <laughs> OK, so definitely wasn't a tangent because it's so relevant. <laughs> <laughs> so the orange juice, right, leads me yeah. to the the backyard. And yep. in the backyard, when as, he as orange juice tends to do, as orange juice does, <laughs> when he can't get the water to get turned on, and so he kicks mm-hmm. the bucket. That had to be a happy accident. That oh he yeah, I into the window. The window. Read about that. Yeah. It was. It was an accident, and they just went with it. He was. That's awesome. The there is like a very very small like glitch in fucking Kevin Bacon as he's walking to the house. And the glass breaks, like whatever. He, he like it. very slightly kind of like looks over real quick yeah. and then keeps walking Shit. and like, yeah, it's kudos awesome to him for just going with mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, yep. that's awesome. Yeah. What are the chances? Go to the haircut. Mm-hmm. He's a true pro. Yep. Uh, so our monsters ultimately are Kurt and Adam. We do meet them at one of the block parties. The one, the kid that plays football, Frank is his dad, and he just keeps talking about like all of the stuff that he has going for him and how amazing mm-hmm. his son is and how yeah. far he's going to go and all this stuff. Well, and that's the thing. What what makes Frank such a good character, I think, because he's in that dilemma where it's like this this is this weight on him is just like yeah. soul crushing, obviously. 
but also yeah. it's like his son. And like, what do you do? Like if you're in yeah. that situation, it's so easy to be like, well, yeah, he should have went to the cops and turned him in. But like, yeah. that's yeah. your kid. And it's his, I don't know, like, you know, the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah totally. Kids, but family members in general cover stuff up uh-huh. all the time, you know? Yeah. And they help and then they end up being an accomplice. And then what, what can they do mm-hmm. after that? Because what, yeah, what are you going to do? You're involved like, then. Turn on your child. It's Yeah. Now, question. So, do you think Frank would, oh, I'm sorry, Zach, finish your no, point. You, and then I'll, you I'll, might be, you might be asking the same question that I wanted to. I was just going to say, do you think he would have had that arc that he has had his son, had he not seen like how bad, how destructive this was for his son? That was absolutely not the question I was going to ask, but (laughs) no, I don't, I don't know if he would, if his son wouldn't have attempted suicide. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm with you. Mm. Cause at that point, clearly he's seeing like the son is battling with this. Like, right. It doesn't matter if he quote unquote gets away with it. It still destroyed him. Yeah. Yeah. And he he may as well do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to ask Zach? Yeah. I was going to ask, did Frank go to jail? Yes, absolutely. Because he would have been accomplice. Yeah. And now, now I'm like losing my mind. I literally just watched it recently. But Harry and his son, do they survive? Because I know no, Frank he sh- shoots them, but no. he kills Well, I them. mean, there's no okay. – they don't show. But probably. Okay. I mean, in that case, he could argue self-defense. So he might not end up getting tried for murder in that case. When Frank is in the basement with mm-hmm. Tom – And he's like, get out of here, Tom. And he shoots the gun and Tom goes up. As soon as he comes out, you hear another gunshot. So you kind of assume that he killed himself. Yeah, that's what you're supposed. I think that's what he wanted Tom to think, too. But did he want him to think that? Because why would he he want him to think that? Like, why? Because he knew that they were coming over. He said to him they were going to kill you. Like, he already knew that they were on their way over. I think that he did it so that he could be the hero because he you know, was not for such a long time. And he had such a terrible thing weighing on him that he wanted to feel so better. It was, it was either a deliberate fake out or, well, it's like throughout some ideas, like why else would he fire the gun? Yeah. Just out of like rage or. Yeah. You would think if he was out of rage, he would shoot more. Yeah. I think that he wanted him to think that he was. Maybe there's a deleted scene where he's like trying to be all serious <laughs> and the gun goes off. He's like, damn it. <laughs> But he also stayed down there until yeah. he knew that they were coming, until he heard them. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll never know. Mm-mm. Wait, hold on. I just got a text. Oh, no. Oh, who is it? It's from Frank. It's from Frank? Yeah, he's he, he did go to jail. Is, did they give did him they smuggle texting a, did privileges they smuggle in jail? A, no, he's yeah. out. They smuggled it in the Oh, butthole? he's out. Yeah. Okay. He is out, but he still smuggled it through his butthole. <laughs> Yeah, no, he what still stores he, his phone in his butt. Okay. What did he say? He's just used to it. Um, <laughs> he said he turned around and he forgot that there was a corpse behind him and he got scared and the gun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> typical Frank. <laughs> he feels pretty stupid about it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Should we talk about our monster, our ghost monster that wasn't really a monster, but was a victim instead? We have not mentioned Samantha <laughs> this yeah, whole we fucking time. <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about her at all. All right, how far are we into this? How long have we been recording? But that's the thing. It's like 
yes, Samantha's like the driving force behind this all with the ghost, but like she's not a monster. Yeah. And so, yeah, she just wants her killers to be held accountable so that she can be free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. Here's a couple questions. Let's hear them. Why does Samantha keep fucking with Jake on the TV with Night of the Living Dead and being in the TV and all that shit? Why does she stir the fucking hot water in the bathtub to make her go down to the basement? Like, because her body was down there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I just got it. <laughs> well, that that's that oh. makes sense. <laughs> bringing her, bringing them down, like introducing us to the basement, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what I, mean, I guess. Yeah. All right, one obvious reason why she keeps changing the channel to horror movies is either A to scare Jake or to get him in, to get him in trouble. But why yeah. get him in trouble? What would that or maybe she's just mad and she's like I think she was she's mad. mad at Jake. Maybe she wants Jake to be a little bit more proactive. Yeah. And like yeah. telling his parents to do more. I uh I liked the the stuff that she was kind of messing with because I've had like paranormal experiences in my old house and stuff. And uh that's very much what they are, you know, or what I experienced was just like TV mm-hmm. changing channels, turning on and off, radios turning on and off, like doors and cupboards like swinging open and closed and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. good times. Just a frustrated spirit. Yeah. I always go back to that idea that ghosts are just energy. Mm-hmm. And then maybe when they're kind of quote unquote acting up the energy, the energy has to go somewhere, you mm-hmm. know, it's not like unlimited. So things are bound to move because of that. So it's not necessarily yeah. the ghost's hand opening a drawer or moving something. It's right. just that excess energy kind of like right. moving things. Well, yeah, way. she used, she used her energy to keep the TV going when the, when he mm-hmm. unplugged it. Oh, that's oh, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Cause she was in it. Oh. She was, oh my in God, it. it is time what? for the oh. second okay. How I oh, Met no. Your Monster Conspiracy oh, Theory of the Week. Listeners, this is a rarity to have two oh. in one episode. Okay, you should consider yourselves lucky. Let's hear this. Zach, hit it. You're telling me that NASA is going to kill the president of the United States with an earthquake. Not exactly the kind of thing a Secret Service agent can like just throw himself on top of. The whole Vietnam War was fought over a bit. Howard Hughes lost to Aristotle Onassis. Third issue this year, conspiracy theory. Have you ever seen Shocker? Like this? I've never seen it. The Wes Anderson? <laughs> Not the Shocker. Like oh my bad. Shocker from Wes Craven. You say Wes Anderson? <laughs> he did say did Wes say, Anderson. Did I say that? <laughs> yes. Wes Anderson's Shocker. I was like, is that like Rushmore? Wes Craven's or? Shocker. <laughs> Have you seen that? Never no. seen it, but I know where he like is electricity and he like goes through and yeah. that he's in the TV and he's all this stuff. That's just like that scene. So is the shocker. So is that your. <laughs> is both the shocker <laughs> and the movie shocker is that in the stir of echoes universe? Um. Oh, OK. No, here it is. Here it is. OK, here we go. Horace Pinker. Is he's got a tele, he's a television repairman in Shocker. Of course. And Tom and Maggie bought that TV from Pinker's store, uh, television store. And wow, 
Okay, moving on. Well, f- let's not close that book just yet. <laughs> okay. Oh my. Does that posit the idea that Samantha's ghost is being kind of charged by the television? Ah. <laughs> it's sort of like the those Amityville sequels we talked about where the, the object is oh, from yeah. the place that was haunted. So like they kind mm-hmm. of are imbued. Imbued? Is that the right word? I'm, uh, I don't know. With the same kind of powers that were from right. the haunted, you know, house or person. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So, Shocker, Stir of Echoes, The Godfather, the Godfather are all part the of the Stephen King universe. And The Shining. And The Shining. That's right. We're uncovering, like, some deep, deep shit right now. Yeah. So, we can confirm yeah. that uh, Vito Corleone did not have the shine because he would have foreseen his grandson like getting ready to accidentally poison him. Right. Wait, what? Isn't that how he (laughs) basically dies? Doesn't he get sprayed with the, whatchamacallit? Danny, (laughs) you're getting the Godfather. (laughs) You're getting the Godfather. What is he mixing uh, it with? Because exactly I don't know what, what it you're is. Say. <laughs> you're getting the Godfather <laughs> mixed up with the spoof movie Mafia. <laughs> Mafia. What? I literally have that scene playing in my head right now. <laughs> with Lloyd Bridges as the fucking Don. And he's got the- Oh, my God. Oh, but I'm still going to commit to that being canon. Because the kid in Mafia is like, he's like dressed like Chucky, I think. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like evil. <laughs> um, Are you guys ready to talk about our favorite reveals? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Me too. The couch, right? The couch mm-hmm. is our first reveal of Samantha. Yep. And the only jump scare. Yeah, the only jump scare. Um, We see her in the bathroom with Maggie. We see her in the TV with Jake. In the basement when Maggie goes down to light the the pilot light, which is already lit. She, Mm -hmm. why does she turn out the light? To keep her down there more? Well, yeah, I mean, then you think, oh, well, now if the light's off, she's going to have to come back down here to... Man, Enjoyable. Samantha is yeah, smart. Yeah, it's a stretch, but yeah. Yeah. Um, the movie theater attack where he is being hypnotized the second time. Oh, the second time. And he is kind oh, of yeah, I like that. going towards the screen where it says dig, but she's like yeah. mm-hmm. kind of reaching for him. That was fun. Um, her skeleton in the wall. And then finally the reveal of all the human monsters in the last 15 minutes or so. All right. What do you guys think? What's your favorite? I like the couch one just because it was just the only jump scare and the movie wasn't using just a bunch of cheap jump scares. And it got yeah. me. And that's the first time he sees Samantha, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, the flashback when we see the boys, Kurt and Adam, and okay. that they are like the true villains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they lure her into what about the you? house. And you get yeah. the, uh, the cover of Paint It Black on the stereo. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm going to go with the couch as well, just because I remember jumping at that when I first saw it the, for the mm-hmm. very first time. Um, 
And so that was a very cool scene. But so there's our reveals, which leads us to a segment that we like to call the real monster. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster. I'm not a monster here. You are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me. Okay, so I've got a few real monsters for this episode. Um, one is very obvious, the R word. Plain mm-hmm. and simple. Yeah. Stop saying it, When that people. showed up, I was like, Zach's going to be angry. But it was at least used in a way, though, where they, you know, he was reprimanded for it in the movie. It was yeah. it was meant to show how stupid somebody was for using it. Yeah, and like Frank you know? was like, so I'm like writing in my notes, I'm like, okay, Frank's a creepy asshole because he's got like, all these things that he's saying about these girls and stuff. And then I don't know, what's his name? Like Lenny or something like that. Yeah. Starts mm-hmm. saying the R word. And Frank's like, don't use that word. And I was like, Oh, yeah. maybe Frank isn't so bad. Frank's okay. <laughs> You're okay in my book, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you did cover up a murder. That's right. Um, I've got bullies in general talking to you, Joey yep. Luca, but just, in general, bullies, they just <laughs> God, stop being bullies. But my number one real monster is people who use their phones during movies. Mm. So here's the thing. Nina and I oh. are watching Stir of Echoes, right? Fucking oh, no. Tom goes downstairs. He can't sleep. He sits on the couch. He reaches for the remote. Meanwhile, Nina is reaching for her phone to check something that is more important than stir of echoes. (laughs) And she misses the best part of the movie when he sits back and the jump scare of her on the couch. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's frustrating. Out of all the times in that movie, she could have reached for her own phone. So there you go. (laughs) What do you guys got? I have one. I have one real okay. monster, and it's very simple. It's Tom. And you know why? It's because when he's getting Jake out of the bathtub, he basically dips the fucking towel in the bathtub. <laughs> that is so funny. I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, take it. Just give it a second. Just drain it. Like, Yeah, that's not going to dry the kid. It's all very wet. good that's pick. Funny. Um, my real monster is just whoever isn't casting Ileana Douglas in everything. Is I feel she like she's such a good. Yeah. She's so yeah. good. Everything mm-hmm. she's, she's cool. in, she's so good. And I feel like I haven't seen her in, I couldn't tell you the last movie I've seen her in. Good, good pick, Danny. That's good. You, you are absolutely you know, right. She, all, she's great. She's so like, uh, very like, she's so unique and she just got like her to- own. Unique, but like natural. Thing. Like it's, it's yeah. not, she is a character actor in a way, but also doesn't feel removed <laughs> from reality, I guess. I don't know right. that's the right way to say it, but. Um, yeah. So yeah. do you guys have anything else to add about Sir Echoes before we wrap this episode Just up? Just that it's good. It's still good. It is good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was yeah. a fun it movie. It holds up for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear what realm of monsters we are getting into next. So, Danny, please take it away. <laughs> what is our next monster? So the theme that we'll be playing with for the next three movies is... Inspired by true events. 
And the first movie that we will be covering is Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Oh, my. Our first Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. Loosely inspired by Ed Gein. And Casey is loving this category. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do, though. Uh, (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So next episode, we'll be covering the movie inspired by true events, Psycho. By Alfred Hitchcock. That was all backwards. I said so many things in the wrong order. (laughs) Um, Okay, so where can our listeners find you guys on social media? I am on Instagram at WolfMotherCasey. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at my name, Danny Salem, D-A-N-N-Y-S-A-L-E-M-M-E. Two M's like the candy. Melt in your butt, not in your hands. Wonderful. And and folks... (laughs) If you're still listening to this episode, I highly recommend that you, you follow Danny Salem on Twitter because his tweets Please. are fucking <laughs> top notch. They're great. Oh, thank you. So if you are not already subscribed to the show, you just happen to find this episode. This you just happen to find us in the podcast verse. Um, make sure to subscribe to this show on. Yeah. Apple, fucking Google, Pandora, anywhere. All right. Well, that's it for our trilogy of ghost movies. Thank you all for listening. Now go meet some monsters. <laughs> <laughs>